Hi there, and welcome to the Authority Building Content Podcast, where we give you tips and tricks on what content you should create and why to get more leads and grow your business. I'm Audra Casino, and today we are talking about content hacks. So a blog is good, so is YouTube, a regular live stream, podcast, books, courses, and all the rest of the types of content there are. But do you know what's amazing? making them all work together as content paths. But let's back up a little bit. What is a content path? A content path is the different pieces of content you've created that your audience will view in a specific order based on the calls to action from one piece to another that you include. Every piece of content you create technically could be part of a content path, but a lot probably won't be, and that is fine. You'll design and deploy content paths for specific purposes, to direct your audience to actions that are a bigger investment for them than usual, for high-value opt-ins, to make sales and offers, and to encourage people to join you on sales or discovery calls. Now, here's an example of what that might look like. Let's say you have a new book that you want to sell to your audience, but they're not really in the habit of purchasing small dollar-value products from you. You know you'll get some sales by emailing your list, but you'd like to make many more sales than you'd get from that alone. So your content path for selling your book, which this can be scheduled specifically or it can be evergreen, might be an email leading to a blog post that has more information, which links to a series of case study YouTube videos, which drive registration to a live stream where you'll be answering Q&As about the topic of your book and where you announce a special incentive to buy it. Another example might be a blog post about a major problem your legal practice clients experience. It highlights a mistake that you see people making that costs them big in court. The blog post will really address the negative outcomes of making that mistake, and it leads to a video on another part of your site that demonstrates in clear detail how to avoid making that mistake. That video and the page it's on leads to an opt-in for a short email course that will share in more detail how to fix the problem if you happen to be in it, something that you know a lot of your clients were experiencing when they first hire you. This content path identifies people who are most like your existing clients and allows you to target them for specific offers and opportunities that can help them solve their problem. They are really flexible tools to help you segment your audience, increase your conversions, and increase your sales. Not every content path will be multimedia. If your audiences on different platforms are really siloed, so totally different people commenting on your YouTube videos than listening to your podcast, for example, but they can be a great way to increase engagement, and high engagement tends to have a very positive outcome on your success. As you're planning content for the coming month or quarter, think about whether or not any of what you're creating can also fit into a content path. If you start developing them now, at the end of the year, you'll have a huge variety of ways for people to direct themselves to exactly where they need to be in your business. Let's quickly go over some of the more common multimedia content paths and how you can start using them. First off, we have the audience growth content paths. 
An audience growth path is when you're designing a series of content that's going to be very shareable, encourages direct engagement and promotion from the people who are on it, and provides multiple opportunities for your existing audience to play a role in growing your reach. This could be short videos that answer critical questions leading to blog posts with more information that lead to opt-ins with full-blown ebooks or courses. Generally, audience growth content paths are not about making sales. They're about gaining subscribers. Next up, we have audience segmentation content paths. The audience segmentation path is more for an audience that you already have but don't know enough about. You'll make content paths, videos, blog posts, ebooks, and live streams that your audience can put their hand up and say, yes, I want this, or no, I don't, in a way that you can track. This will often start from email and almost always includes different opt-ins that will segment people on your email list. A software like ConvertKit makes this very easy. Next on the list is the product launch content paths. The product launch paths are usually the biggest, most complex, and potentially the highest value. This is the kind of content path you'll develop when you're doing a big digital product launch. You'll want to maximize engagement with videos, blog posts, emails, and if possible, live streams to give your audience all the information they need about the product to determine if it's a good fit for them. You might also be working with partners to help direct more people to different content elements in this path, and you'll need to track who comes from where. These are big, meaty projects, and most companies that do them do so only a few times a year. Next on the list is the new platform content path. If you're launching a new content platform or you want a steady way to direct followers on your current platform to a new one, then the new platform content paths are for you. These are the paths that ease people into a medium they're not familiar with or they're not connected with you on already. These paths are typically pretty short with the sole aim of getting followers from one type of content into a new one. For example, if you're shuttering your blog to focus on YouTube, you'll put a content path from your blog pages directing people to your YouTube channel and make sure it's easy for them to find your video channel. Finally, we have teaching and education content paths. This is one of our favorites. The goal of this kind of path is to use your different multimedia platforms to thoroughly teach someone something. Often, this will be through a course that's behind an opt-in or paywall, but it can also be to educate your audience for free so that they come to a point where they're ready to hire you. You'll want to start with a content platform that makes the most sense for the type of content you're teaching, but you can really experiment with different ways to present information in the content path to ensure maximum knowledge transfer. For any of these types of content paths, once it's established, you can start directing traffic towards them and seeing how well each step in your path is working. And we'll be talking more about that in another episode. But before we sign off, one final word of warning when looking at multimedia content paths. There's always going to be a certain amount of friction, otherwise known as people getting bored and dropping off, when you're moving from one platform to another, even more than the usual friction when you ask someone to click a link or another content piece in the same medium. Make sure that when you do switch mediums, it's because the new piece of content you're directing people to is the best way to deliver that particular message. If you're not sure, then you know who to call.
It's our own Pathfinder, Megan. Get her calendar link in the show notes. Your action step for this episode is to think about the different types of content paths we've talked about here and choose one to start working on. There's almost certainly no need to develop a whole bunch of new content. It's very likely you already have the content you need and just modify your calls to action and you can move people from one item to the next to see it start to work. And don't forget, we've got the full text of this episode at authoritybuildingcontent.com slash 26. That's authoritybuildingcontent.com slash 26. 